Welcome back to the Douglas Design District podcast. I'm Jason Villanueva. And as always with the wonderful Renee Duxler. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We always talk about being busy and all that stuff yes. whenever we get on the podcast. But we are busy. What's fun? <laughs> Tell me something fun. Oh my gosh. Well, um, we have Avenue Art Days coming up. Yes. So, uh, we've got a launch party coming up. We've got the big mural reveal and then the actual painting going down, thrown up on the walls right. in September. So. Yes. Avenue Art Days. I love it. Yeah. It's so much fun. I was there for the first one. And now this you, is our sixth cycle. The Isn't sixth cycle, yeah. Oh, we also have a new Avenue Art Days website, too. That's right. I might have something to do with <laughs> Speaking that. Speaking of being busy. Speaking of being busy, yeah. <laughs> I was at the first Avenue Art Days, and I just so happened to uh, be in a, in a place where I was learning video. And, yeah. and I asked Karen kind of, I said, hey, can I use the video camera? To just capture some stuff. That's hilarious. And then it just turned into me doing I didn't know that video story. for Avenue Art Days and Yay. all that fun stuff. So well, we've anyways. We've been happy to have you. Yeah. <clears throat> I love, love, love that event. So I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Great. Well, tell us where we are today and what we're doing. Yeah. So we are at the uh, Wichita Transit Administration offices here on East Waterman. And joining us this morning are uh, Michael Tan, who's the Director of Transit here, as well as Scott Wadel, who's Senior Management Analyst. And we are going to be talking all things uh, public transportation and multimodal transportation this morning. So. Multimodal transportation. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> we are all about it in the district, and we're so happy to be here. Um, good morning, Michael and Scott. Thanks for being here. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so we wanted to um, have you all on because there's a lot going on in terms of public yes. transportation and multimodal transportation in Wichita right now. It's super exciting. We're exciting, excited to be a part of it in the district and along Douglas Avenue. Um, but to start things off, I really want to talk about um, the Q-Line trolley because that's something that's been immensely popular. It's taken a minute for us to really kind of get it rolling in the district, but it's been so popular. Um, and so I just kind of I want to talk about we changed um, the service um, to run all along, or you guys changed it. We didn't do it. We the community. <laughs> there might have been a little bit of problem. Yeah, there might have been some poking, some poking there for a while. It, yeah. But it got changed to go um, from Seneca all along Douglas to Edgemore, which um, pretty much runs then the entire Douglas Design District through Old Town, through downtown to Delano. Um, so a lot of local shopping, a lo local entertainment, a lot of things you can do along Douglas Avenue. Avenue and park once. Um, so let's just talk about a little bit that that rolled out in December. How has that been going, and what have you kind of learned from that shift? Uh, it it rolled out in early December, um, which isn't the opportune time to do something like that. <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, there was a lot of logistics that had to be done, so we uh, uh, we put it out, and we've been very very su surprised or happy by the yeah. fact that ridership has increased about an average of 10 percent per month Excellent. Uh, on that um, as the queue functions uh, being on limited service mostly in the evening uh -huh. um, having it run straight up and down Douglas is an advantage yeah. uh, most people are accessing things that are either live on or close to Douglas and they're accessing places that are on or close to Douglas and Downtown Wichita is very walkable, yes. so obviously we want to make people do that instead of driving them right to their door. Right. If they <laughs> use Douglas and use the queue, that's what that's what we want to see happen. Yeah. Um, the trolleys have always been unique uh -huh. from that standpoint, uh, but unfortunately they're going to be going away. Really? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, 
breaking for a number, news. Yeah. For, a, for a number of reasons. Not actually breaking news. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's breaking, breaking, breaking trolleys. <laughs> it's breaking trolleys. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, oh, the gosh. trolleys are very, very old. Yes. Um, no, that's, I, I and they actually even don't even make them anymore. The, yeah. So the parts are very expensive. So we are actually going to be electrifying wow. the downtown fleet. Well, that's exciting. So oh, cool. from that standpoint, the, okay. the actual experience will be much nicer, quieter on, on the actual bus itself. Sure. They will be uniquely designed. Um, they have perimeter seating in them, so you're facing the people that Great. are inside. Okay, nice. So it's an excellent, it'll be an excellent experience, both inside and outside. Obviously, yeah. you won't have the diesel so, fumes, and you won't have the noise inside or outside as people are. Right. right. So the trolley itself, the physical entity <laughs> of the trolley is going away, not the service. That's correct. The right. trolley yeah, itself took... is going away. <laughs> I totally uh, misinterpreted that. Be... Does that happen often? Do people misinterpret your news? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's because yeah, most people say it's the trolley. It's the trolley. So yeah. it may still be the trolley. It's right. just not going to be that trolley. That, that trolley. trolley. I, I, uh, we're gonna, we see it as a tremendous marketing opportunity. For sure. For everyone that's along Douglas to take advantage of that. Yeah. And, and also to brand the queue as what it should be. Mm -hmm. uh, it is unique. It's not the regular service that right. we run. Most communities that have a system like that mm -hmm. brand it separately mm -hmm. and people uh, identify it with it differently. And we're hoping to, to capture that. And then Absolutely. having an electric on top of that just brings a whole bunch of different yeah. dynamics. Well, even just cool. the novelty of it. I mean, I know even with the trolley itself, there's a novelty mm -hmm. in riding mm -hmm. the trolley right. or whatever. Mm -hmm. This will just be something new. So when do we expect to kind of see those changes start we, happening? Well, we should probably start to receive our, we actually are electric our regular fleet also. Oh, okay. Um, the goal of, of Wichita Transit and the city of Wichita is to begin to convert our entire fleet over to electric to get off nice. the diesel bus uh, wagon train, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so we have four regular buses coming in in September okay. that will replace some very, very old diesel buses. Gotcha. Um, by the end of the year, the Q buses should be in. Um, okay. That gives us some time again to establish. Uh, we've had some conversations with uh, uh, the WDDC concerning potential marketing mm -hmm. uh, opportunities mm -hmm. for those sure. and then how that will look. So I would like to think by the beginning of 2020, mm -hmm. we would be rolling those out and Excellent. people will start to use them. Very fun. Well, that is super exciting news. And you mentioned, you know, it came out, um, you guys shifted over at the beginning of December, but I feel like, you know, we really um, promoted, you know, the holiday shopping and kind of all of that stuff to get out. And I felt like a lot of people definitely utilized and started using the trolley. I live in College Hill and I literally have a trolley stop right up the street from me. And that's been amazing. Like even my kids, you know, I have a 13 year old and she'll go run up the street and go meet friends downtown. And that's so it's cool. been amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, to have that um, extension and that service into the residential mm -hmm. um, neighborhoods in the district. We've really appreciated that. Well, sure. We're hoping that we can build upon the queue instead of being just a identified as an evening or a Saturday function, right. that it's an all day mm -hmm. uh, so that people that live, work, uh, want to come down and visit. We have a lot of tourists that come in in the summertime. Yes. Um, it should be running all the time. It should be a circulator system. Sure. Obviously, we want to keep the queue going up and down Douglas, but yeah. most thriving downtowns have circulators. Yeah. Um, Nashville has their Music City circulator. DC has their circulator. But it actually, and it's in most cases, they're free. Mm -hmm. uh, and what that does is it allows people to utilize public transportation to get to that center core area, and then they can explore utilize other modes of transportation, but always know they can hop on and off that circulator 
to do that. So if we're fortunate enough to create the buzz and create the funds that are there, um, we'd like to see this be an entire service day, service week fantastic. type scenario and then have uh, variations of that in order to get people to access that. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And I love that because there are people, I mean, I know even when I ride, ride the trolley, there's people going in for work. There's people, I mean, there's mm -hmm. all sorts of different riders on the mm -hmm. trolley anytime mm -hmm. I've ever read for different purposes. And so to have that for those different, you know, um, uh, purposes is Well, like wonderful. in your case that you mentioned, you live in College Hill. Yeah. If we were running that circulator every day, you'd never have to drive your car. I would love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. And that's absolutely right. Me, mm -hmm. because I am in the district constantly. I mean, that's what I do. And so to be able to not have to drive my car in all the time would be excellent absolutely wonderful. So, um, well, so you've kind of spoken to it a little bit, um, some of the overall goals for public transportation in the next year, but what else kind of can we expect to see? Is there anything else coming up? I know that there's a lot going on with the buses and connecting to some of the schools. Um, you know, wh what are your kind of goals for public transportation right now? Well, this school year starting out will be our, really our first year of a pre-planned uh, conceptual change in, in how we view our relationship with children that go to school, college students, um, medical school students, whatever that may be, mm -hmm. tech school students. Yeah. So um, the way that we've structured our system, which we'll be rolling out on August 10th, mm -hmm. is to take those destinations more into consideration when we created the routes, gotcha. and also to penetrate into the neighborhoods where people live mm -hmm. um, in Wichita. And one of the things that with our relationship with USD 259, with our relationship with WSU, uh, we have a, a good base of information as to where people live that will be using it. So now that we are putting the buses there, um, anywhere that a family lives, you have a father going to work, you have a mother going to work, you have kids going to school, you may have someone going to WSU Tech, uh, there's a lot of things that open up when you when you put the buses where people live and where they're For going sure. to. So we're very very excited about that. Um, and I say that'll be that system will be rolling out on the 10th of August. Last year, last school year, uh, our last full month was April. Mm. And just to show the numbers that we saw with a very, very limited marketing campaign mm -hmm. in the first year. It takes about 36 months for people to change their lifestyles yes. and, okay. to, and to mm -hmm. adapt to public transportation or not, not public transportation, mm -hmm. but people make changes and it takes about 36 months to do that. But gotcha. in the last month of school, which was April of 2019, uh -huh. we had 10,000 trips taken by USD 259 students. Wow. We had 4,000 trips taken by WSU staff and students. Wow. And considering we didn't even start the WSU service until January 22nd, mm -hmm. I think that speaks volumes to the need. For sure. We haven't touched the want yet. For sure. Um, <laughs> so it goes to show you that, you know, if there is, a, a, if there is an investment yeah. in public transportation, uh -huh. it will bring returns. Yeah. If there isn't a re investment in public transportation, there's not going to be any returns. Yeah. Yeah. But it, with numbers like that for as limited of a system that we have, I think that speaks to the need. Absolutely. No, and, I think that's fantastic. And I, I guess one thing to point out, too, is that it's an introduction for a lot of these families and for a lot of these individuals mm -hmm. to a transit system that maybe their grandparents had used, but their parents never did, so there was right. a gap. 
And so this provides an opportunity for folks to learn about it. And then they have that freedom for the rest of their lives, but especially for the students for the rest of the school year, Mm -hmm. they've got the freedom to use it on the weekends, to get to their jobs after school, to get to their after school activities. So it really has a, I I believe, a transformational lives. So it's really great. So the 801 students that, high school students that we are, that are committed to our buses, besides the, the choice riders that we've given parents another reduction in fares, uh, especially on the year pass for mm-hmm. the entire school year. Um, it makes it easier for them to budget. It makes it easier for them to afford it. But as we as we get down to the middle schools and the elementary schools, you're looking at someone during their entire educational process that could be utilizing public transportation. Sure. And hopefully us growing with that mm-hmm. so that it makes it easier. But whether you decide that you want to go to WSU Tech or you want to go to WSU or you want to go to Friends or you want to go to Newman or you want to go to another trade school or you want to access whatever's educational opportunities are downtown, you're going to use public transportation to do that. Sure. And if by chance you decide you want to live downtown after you graduate, you're going to be able to do that. And if you Mm -hmm. want to work downtown, you can do that. Maybe you won't need a car at that point in time. And that's going to help the economic redevelopment in downtown because that may bring a grocery store down Mm -hmm. or department Mm -hmm. stores. Because when people live places in a downtown area, you don't, always want to get in your car a suburban mm-hmm. life that's what we do we get in our cars and we go to the we go to new market square and we come back if you live downtown you want those amenities either walkable bikeable scooterable yep. or public transit and get be able to get back and and that's what we're really hoping to be able to do because i think that's a long-term systemic change yeah, to sure. what's what uh, has been in, in existence in downtown and we think we can accomplish that that's awesome and, and i just think i i don't think it can be stated enough just how transformational providing access to these families, to to all of us, can really be. And that this is an experience. Using transit is probably something that a lot of these families, like their grandparents maybe had experienced, but Mm -hmm. their parents didn't. And so to have that opportunity to to know that, okay, even if the, maybe you don't use it every day, but what if the car breaks down, you know, right. and that you can get on the bus and you've had the experience, you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Or if like Mike says, later on you decide, maybe you don't need to use the car as often, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't even need to use it at all because you've got these options available. It can really be a lifesaver for families. Absolutely. But the thing, the other thing that I want to stress is that you know, Mike deserves a lot of credit. I think he's really humble here because people have been talking about this stuff for 30 years. I mean, we've literally flipped through a plan in the office over here and it's like, whoa, yeah. we've been talking, people have been talking about partnerships sure. with USD 259 and Wichita State for, for decades. And it wasn't until Mike got here and started yeah. looking at this with a different perspective about how to operationalize it and build those relationships that it happened. Mm-hmm. And so wow. there's a ton of exciting things taking yeah. place with transit well, right now. I think, and I absolutely agree. Um, and I think, you know, as we're having these conversations about education and workforce and attracting and retaining in mm-hmm. talent, we're kind of scratching our heads and kind of going, you know, why aren't we, why is our economy, you know, stagnant here for the last decade? Why are we really struggling with some of these issues? I think that that. Uh, you know, there's none of this is in a vacuum and there's so many pieces to that puzzle and public transportation and access to public transportation and that multimodal is such a huge piece of it to so have this kind of coming along with everything else that we're doing and trying to kind of put all those pieces together to really push Wichita up. I, it's incredibly exciting. Two, two big points to that about the economy and just locally how that impacts it is that sure. Uh, young professionals of Wichita, and it's it's a little bit older now. I think it's going on like eight years that mm-hmm. they did this survey, but they found that 
our number one competitive advantage against other communities was the cost of living here in Wichita, that Absolutely. it's low. Yep. But our greatest disadvantage on the flip side was the ability to get around using different mm-hmm. modes. Like yeah. if you're recruiting people from all across the country, or even all across the world, uh, they're going to be have different transportation experiences and not all, you know, sometimes they're looking for different options. And we kind of had like one thing that we could offer you really right. well, like right. low congestion, high, you know, you can get wherever you need to in 15 minutes. But right. if you don't drive, what mm-hmm. are your options? And that was really a, a, something that we got low scores on and it was a competitive disadvantage. So sure. we're resolving, help, hopefully addressing that in some ways yeah. now. And then the other thing too is that this transit and multimodal transportation opportunities makes us more resilient financially as a community mm-hmm. and we get a bigger bang for our buck. And one of the reasons why is because it uh, facilitates more actual development and growth of your tax base in existing areas that are already served sure. as opposed to um, maybe you know the, these huge parking lots that mm-hmm. s- sometimes are actually dictated by the city by using the zoning code right. um, so that people don't even have a choice about how much they provide. Well, if we can even take a small percentage of that and redevelop that into things that generate property taxes, right. it can make us a stronger, more resilient community. And we're not talking like huge redevelopment. We're just talking small incremental things like a small shop here or a small shop there. It can have a huge impact. Right. Yeah. I yeah. love that you just pointed that out because, yeah, that's yes. just all the, the different, the, the better investment, the better way, more efficient way to kind of utilize right. um, as some of our As long as we're land. passing out kudos to you. Remember, <laughs> Scott, no. Scott, Scott was here seven months before I got here. So the table yeah. the table was no. set or the bar was set. <laughs> yeah, no, the bar was set low, let me tell you. <laughs> I just, but, uh, but a couple other facts that are yeah. that just to quickly as the, uh-huh. as the dovetail on what um, Scott said. The cost of a car for a family is about $10,000 a yeah. year. Right. And I don't care how much money you make, mm-hmm. $10,000 could put a meal, could put meals, a yeah. lot of meals on people's tables. Absolutely. Or it could be you can go on a vacation if you want well, to go on a vacation. Or someone going to college. And uh-huh. But we've invested a lot yeah. of money in the most expensive form of transportation right. and the right. least efficient form of transportation. For sure. Most of the cars on Kellogg right now have one person in them. Yes. Um, and luckily <laughs> the roadbed is wide enough to, to support that. To support but, um, a good public transit system makes your, <clears throat> excuse me, your community more recession proof. It's mm-hmm. proven fact. Yeah. If you have yeah. a solid transportation system, when the economy constrains, like it always will and right. always does, people have options at that point in time. As the the wife may be laid off, or mm-hmm. she may have to take a job that is less on average mm-hmm. in a recession. If a person has to change jobs, the job they go to is usually twenty percent less in pay. Yeah. That's when that money becomes very very important. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a public transit option then people have to either buy cars or don't take jobs. Yeah. And that's where I think it's important we need to attack that. For sure. And, and I think for folks listening, we, we, these, uh, you know, we're stressing about different options that are available. They just really d- weren't a viable option a few years ago, and, mm-hmm. and we're working to make it better. But it's about options, and, you know, we're multimodal ourselves. We, uh, yeah. You've seen pictures of Mike out on the scooter. I get to <laughs> sure. ride the scooter. We ride bikes. But we also drove today, too. So yeah. I don't. Yeah. I want folks to know that we're talking talking about options and right. um, just that one solution isn't always the best solution mm-hmm. everywhere in the town that there can be different solutions that work out well in different areas. So for sure. Yep. For sure. Yep. 
And I was going to say we're not not typically under time restraints, but this yeah. morning is a little hectic. Let's <laughs> let's just well not hectic here, just in general. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Trying to get to where we're going, right? Yeah, yeah. right. In the car and go. But uh, I I want to say two thing or uh, one thing, and then I want to talk about scooters because yeah. we definitely want to dive into <laughs> it that. Doesn't everybody want to? <laughs> we do. Yeah, let's talk scooters. But but this leads into it because you know I'm sitting here at this table and I'm hearing I'm hearing you guys talk about. You've you, 20, 30 years in the making, some of the things that we're seeing happen in Wichita right now. And a lot of people get the what and they don't get the why. And I know that you try as much as you mm-hmm. possibly can to communicate that. But people want to they're going to see what they want to see. They're going to hear what they want to hear. Right. or And then they're going to have their opinion. Sure, sure. But I think it's so important, this conversation that we're having, because I'm hearing a lot of the why behind it. There are competent, intelligent, <laughs> committed, yes. and caring individuals yes. behind all of the plans that are being rolled out. And there's definitely a why. You're not just making choices just for the sake of making choices. Right. There's research, there's statistics, there's data. But even beyond that, there are people who are directly affected. Their lives mm-hmm. are directly affected. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you're meeting felt yeah. need. And I yeah. think that is absolutely important. And so Let's talk scooters. Yeah, let's do. I mean, as we're as we're talking multimodal and especially multimodal in, um, you know, I talk about the Douglas Design District a lot. That's you know my kind of mm-hmm. you know life. Um, but I'm constantly talking about, um, you know, we're a commercial district. That's mm-hmm. what we're there for is to help support our small and local businesses. Um, but we also do that peripherally in a lot of ways to um, engage our residents and to make people mm-hmm. want to spend time in the district. And mm-hmm. one of the ways that people spend time in the district and increase food, food traffic is that multimodal, you know, access um, that, you know, there's only so many cars you can fit along Douglas and there's so many parking spaces and, you know, kind of all of that. And so if you can get people into the district uh, via scooter, via bike, you know, now we have Bike Share ICT. So we're starting to kind of roll this stuff out. Um, really not only giving um, residents access, but also uh, allowing businesses to engage with mm-hmm. residents more. Um, and so for us, the scooters are really exciting. There's, you know, a learning curve um, there and there's a lot going on. So maybe you guys can speak to a, a little bit to um, ideally, you know, after kind of all this newness and everybody mm-hmm. trying it out wears off, you know, where you kind of see the scooters fitting in with the the general landscape of, of transportation. I think one of the things um, that we started talking about is a little bit about the background, about why and the the how. And I think it's important to remember that um, in Wichita, we were contacted late last year. Actually, it was they reached out to elected officials and one of the scooter companies said, we are coming. We're going to drop. And so for us, it was how do we prepare for it in the Mm -hmm. limited amount of time that we had? And so we uh, we've been watching and observing scooters taking coming in and launching in other cities. And mm-hmm. uh, quite frankly, it had been at some larger cities, and also um, they'd started to grow out to university towns. And so mm-hmm. we knew that there was a possibility, but we didn't. At least from my perspective, I didn't expect it to happen quite so soon. And so when sure. they called, it was like whoa. <laughs> so we went out and we did a got research done on kind of what are, what's the um, state of the practice for mm-hmm. how cities manage scooters uh, in their communities. And so we got some of that research and then we tried to put some of those policies in place. And we'd seen that a lot of them had moved forward with pilot projects so they could test mm-hmm. it out on a temporary basis. Mm-hmm. And because there's some things that you just, you're not quite sure about in terms of the market your, and also how, how, your climate, um, your physical mm-hmm. infrastructure, how's right. it all going to work together. Mm. So um, that's, you know, doing that. Then we move forward with the pilot 
program. And at that point, then we've got three of them now that have signed up for that. Yeah. So um, that's that's a little bit of the background. Now, uh-huh. you know, this, uh, what scooters have done and what we're observing is um, I think a lot of people just enjoy riding them, quite frankly. And sure. so we are yeah. seeing quite a number of recreational trips yeah. um, because you can observe, you know, families downtown using them and checking things out. Mm-hmm. But then you can also see people who are commuting for a short distance to, you know, use the scooters to get from one place to another. Mm-hmm. So it's really fulfilling kind of a, so a, a couple different niches all at the same time. And um, one of those is you park your car and you need to get to a destination, and so you hop on one, and then you maybe you go to the Y or Y to work out, or you do something over lunch, go to a restaurant or something, and then you come back. Right. So it's it's been really interesting in that regard because that's that's another person who's not driving in order to get there. Right. They're not using up a parking space at their destination. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to see what the possibilities are in the future. For sure. And, and we're we're working on getting that data in terms of. Where are the trips taking place? Where are they going? We don't quite mm-hmm. have that yet because we're still very early in this initiative and sure. working on those relationships with the with the company. Um, but we do have some rough information on trips. Yeah. And we're observing that on average it's about uh, 1,200 trips that are taking place. And that's including the first few days that this took off, which were under a thousand trips. Yeah. So it's kind of bringing that average down. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Well, I've noticed even in the district, you know, we um, aren't quite as dense as downtown is. There's Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, long segments where, you know, if you're going between a restaurant and a retail, Mm -hmm. you know, place. Um, And so I've just noticed, you know, that it's, it's been great for us to have that capacity, um, both with the bikes as well as the scooters that, you know, our district isn't as walkable as I'd like Mm -hmm. for it to be. And we're working on that, obviously. (laughs) Um, but the scooters and the bikes kind of create that gap or, or fill that gap at least, um, they don't create it. They fill that gap for right now in getting people to, um, you know, all the different locations along the district, you know, in a fairly efficient way, um, without having to walk right now. (laughs) And I think they complement the queue extremely well. Yes. And that's, and that'll be something that as we get into next summer, Mm -hmm. I think we'll see more and more of that as that entire corridor that we that we are going to be moving with the queue, people can start to segment their trips into part on the queue, part yes. on scooters, uh-huh. bike. It, it's has a tremendous amount of potential to yeah. just the connectability For sure. of different types of communicate or transportation also for sure well mm-hmm. the fact that the queue line um is able to um transport bikes at least i know for right now that you can put your bike up on the queue you and can take a scooter on the queue you can take a scooter on the queue that's good to know awesome <laughs> wow. um because yeah we've been doing that with our bikes as a family and then we mm-hmm. go down the mm-hmm. river and you yeah. know it's kind of a wonderful way to get around and you don't have to bike that full distance but mm-hmm. you can spend some time right. biking where you want to so we're yeah. also going to be increasing the number of spaces uh the new buses and the new trolleys will have uh three spaces for bikes as compared to two. Um, that's the largest we've been able to find. Yeah. I think if we could find, you know, six right, or whatever, right. put them on the sides, we'd we'd be able to do be it. But to. Uh, we're trying to increase that capacity and increase that right. flexibility too. And I, sure. I just want to bring to light, and I don't know if I want to call this poking the critics or not, <laughs> but I mean, I just think about what we've seen happen within the last year, even the last two years. The queue line has extended service. 
Mm-hmm. We've got the bikes and now we've got scooters. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. And people, mm-hmm. oh, Wichita is boring or there's nothing to do or this, there, nothing's happening. No one's doing anything. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It is happening. And there are things to do. Yeah. So a couple a couple notes on that. So we, we were collecting input for the downtown streets plan that's taking place. And it's, it's an initiative mm-hmm. to look at different concepts for how the street network downtown could work. Well, we were at um, Riverfest and we were collecting input and the number of people who came up and they said, I love being downtown. And these, this is Riverfest. Yeah. So these yeah. are folks who aren't necessarily, some work downtown and some were from, lived downtown, but a lot were not from downtown. They just were there for the fest. Uh-huh. And so they came down and they're like, I love being downtown. I love to spend time downtown. One guy, um, and there was just a lot of Wichita pride. Like I'm really sure. excited about what's happening yeah. in the last five years. This uh, the people, would, and I've got the survey cards. I mean, you can mm-hmm. check them out. I mean, people yeah. were saying this all the time. And there was one couple who came up and they're like, we just moved here from another place and Wichita is so active. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are really into being active. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wait, wait, this is not, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are. But usually a lot of people don't pick up on that until you've been here for a while. And so to have someone say that kind of like new to the community it kind of made me look at it in a different way and yeah you start noticing like over time these things have built up like we've got bike lanes we've Mm -hmm. got bike share we've got a transit system that you can walk to and you can wait on the Mm -hmm. on the you see people waiting on the the side of the street for the trolleys and the buses and now we got scooters it's like wow yeah yeah it is you know there's a lot going on i have to bring this up i went to kansas city for my anniversary last month and we spent just one night there it was a quick trip uh, we stayed in the Marriott downtown, but um, looking out onto the street, I'm seeing people walking and there's people riding bikes mm-hmm. and there were scooters. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And, um, <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, I wish we had time to go run around and, you know, check out the city and that kind of stuff. And yeah. mm-hmm. of course, we don't want to fall into the comparison trap. I mean, yeah, we're trying to grow and do things and we're at our own pace. Um, but I saw that and I thought, that's so amazing. And then uh-huh. literally two weeks later, yeah. the scooter Here program rolls scooters. out. And I'm just like, well, I probably ought to go get on one. <laughs> right. But uh, just, you know, seeing that I go to Kansas City and I'm like, oh, people are out and they're doing things. It, they're doing it here too. Mm-hmm. It's a perception yeah. thing, yeah. right? It's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think um, it's all truly wonderful. And as we continue, you know, Scott met, mentioned the downtown streets um, conceptual plan and some of the planning we're doing mm-hmm. in the district and the infrastructure that's coming. And and so we'll continue to kind of um, report out on that as it comes along. But again, I just, you know, I think um, we can't stress enough just, um, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, educationally, workforce wise, but mm-hmm. even, you know, you brought up the, the um, active part. Um, when you look at public health and you look mm-hmm. at combating obesity. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's just all those ways to just keep people out and get people moving. And these are all conversations that we're having in Wichita right now about, you know, how do we make this place better? How do we improve? How do we continue to build um, everything that, you know, we have right now? And I, I love that it's all just kind of coming together like it is. It really is a very exciting time to be here. Definitely. And um, I appreciate that you two are part of it and kind of leading the charge and in, in, in trans transportation and, and public transportation. And we just really appreciated this conversation this morning. Yeah, it's been really great. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Our pleasure. And there's a lot of folks who are working on this. Uh, sure. We're fortunate because we get <laughs> to talk about it. And we yes. have a lot of fun working with folks on this, but there's a whole host of folks. And so this really 
is a community effort and mm-hmm. it's it's been great to have an opportunity to talk yeah. about all the great things that are going on or at least some of them anyway. Yes. Tell us capture. very quickly maybe how people can go find out more information or if there's a way to get in on the conversation or keep up with what's happening. Well, there's the sorry, I like to talk. It's <laughs> no, um, have there's the, <laughs> we like talkers on the podcast. <laughs> yes, there's the uh, there's the transit advisory board is an excellent way to uh, come and learn about a whole host of different things and provide input to folks who are very, um, very passionate about their community. And um, and so it's, it's great. We talk about parking. We talk about transit. Um, and the bike pet advisory board is another great one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously bicycling and transit and uh, I'm sorry, bicycling and, and walking and some scooter stuff. Um, those are excellent ways. And then if you're particularly interested in a particular project, um, like the Douglas Avenue, um, project looking at the plans mm-hmm. and concepts about what could happen along Douglas, uh, wichita.gov slash East Douglas, um, if you want, are interested in the downtown streets and that network and the concepts, uh, wichita.gov slash downtown streets. Um, so we just we have a whole host of information up there. Yeah. And, and the are, scooter web page, too. Oh, yes, yeah. and, and then there's hat. It's in it slash scooters. Wichita.gov slash scooters. Yes. Uh, there's there's a photo we need to add on there for <laughs> certain individual riding scooters. Oh my goodness! So um, we will definitely post all of those links um, along with the podcast so that people can have access to those um, with uh, with the podcast and get that information. Um, but again, thank you guys for being here this morning. We appreciate it. I know we could have spent probably several hours actually um, on this discussion. So maybe Definitely we can so. maybe we can have you back sometime and Anytime. we'll, we'll yeah. continue Anytime. the conversation. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you all so much. You're very welcome. All right. As always, check us out at ddwichita.com or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all those fun places. And um, Renee, I saw you sent out a newsletter this morning. Yes. Right? And so people can go to our website and sign up for that. And That's get more right. News yeah, absolutely. Continue happenings. to always know what's happening on, on at the DDD. Um, come to our website, um, ddwichita.com and there's a sign up link um, right there and you can always stay um, posted on what we're doing that's right stay in the news all right everybody get out and take the buses and (laughs) ride the scooters and, and do all the fun stuff absolutely all right thank you guys catch you next time bye